Hillary Clinton is leading in battleground state polling. Her super PAC is pulling local ads in Virginia, Colorado, and Pennsylvania, and they're directing the funds elsewhere. Things are looking so good for Hillary that for the rest of the election, she won't even have to kill anyone else. Trump vs. Hillary starts now! You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin! Allegedly. <laughs> Welcome to Trump vs. Hillary! And the title of this episode is MVPs and Russians. We will get to both of those topics, but... We were trying to figure out music before the show, and uh, it only, it, you know, uh, Stephen came up with something, and I was like, no, Burning Heart from Rocky IV, Survivor, yeah, that's right. So, we're all here in the Burning Heart, and then somebody asked, is it the Burning Heart, B-E-R-N-I-N-G Heart, which of course made Chelsea shed a little tear. And I said it. <laughs> I somebody. didn't want to credit it to one of the other gentlemen in the room. I actually didn't remember. Uh, hey, Drexel's back down at the end of the desk. That's Drexel Hurd on Twitter, at Drexel Hurd. Next to him, Chelsea Galicia, at Chelsea Galicia. Next to me, Scott Moore at S-Man 80. I am Christian DMZ, at Christian DMZ. My name's actually Christian Blatt. And look, back <laughs> on Last the couch of descent. Yes. Holding it down. Stephen Helmkamp at... Stephen Helmkamp and ballsy intro, sir. I thought you would enjoy that, and we'll talk all about completely those shocked. Like Rocky, yeah, like yeah. completely shocked. Look, some things are funny. I mean, I didn't even pay you to say that, so this is not a pay for play. <laughs> no, this was yeah. not. This was not pay for play. Ooh, but that was it, nicely no, played. Yeah. It was. However, you know, can, future considerations can be uh, brought into this. Um, oh, so if as we go through, if you're in the uh, YouTube watching live, uh, go ahead and chat with us, and if we could see some. Of that up on the screen in here. Uh, that's been great the last few shows, so we can see what people are chatting. And we already have some uh, fan feedback from the last show, which we'll get to at the end. But anyway, there's so much to talk about. Oh, but let's always get the tw- the uh, Twitter plug in at Trump Hillary 16. Follow us there, like us on YouTube, uh, comment, rate us on iTunes. All that stuff helps. So. Uh, there was a uh, big topic earlier uh, in the week. Actually, it was last week. Uh, Donald Trump insisted that President Obama and Hillary Clinton were the founders of ISIS, and they were the MVPs. In fact, Trump surrogates <laughs> made the rounds saying to pretty much every question that was asked them about that, that, well, as Donald Trump said, uh, they're the founders of ISIS, and you could even consider them the MVPs. I saw an interview with a, a lawyer from the Trump team on CNN, and he basically said the same thing three times and just rearranged the words. So it was interesting. Everybody was trying to help Donald kind of back away from it. Even Hugh Hewitt, uh, conservative mm-hmm. talk show host, he bent over backwards to try and help him out. And what did Donald do? No, 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 no. no, no. I meant it. Yeah. He's exactly. the founder of ISIS. And the quote is, I do. He was the most valuable player. I give him the most valuable player award. I give it to her, too, by the way, Hillary Clinton. So, again, you hear things like this, and you wonder... Stephen, do you think it helps? Because obviously his base, the diehard, uh, some people call them Trump-a-loompas, uh, would probably <laughs> already agree with that sentiment. You're not winning anyone over with that, are you? Or yeah. are there maybe disenfranchised? It just makes you question, does he really want to win this election? We, which we've talked about a few different times on this show. Michael Moore, uh, you know, <laughs> a vowed uh, conservative mind. No, obviously he's a huge lefty, but he just wrote a piece about it. I saw, I was reading it this afternoon. Mm-hmm. He said 
he's certain that he doesn't want to win, that he thought he wanted to win at one point, and that there's this moment in the uh, – it was right at the New Jersey primary when he's like, oh, man, he had to give out – he went out and gave a speech where it just dawned on him that it wouldn't be fun. I don't I don't think <laughs> – I don't think so, but yeah, it just, I, I was literally just I mean, reading I, that. At the end of the day, I think he does want to win it. I just feel like his emotions get the better of him against his – campaign advisors saying state a message and then Hugh Hewitt gives him that out saying I know what you meant you meant yeah. Obama created a vacuum mm-hmm. and that's where ISIS started it, 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 right. but Hugh Hewitt he was basically like, saying here's what your message should right. be go with this you know here's a, here's a little lift up over the wall that you had the Mexicans <laughs> built yeah. and let's you know, get you out of yeah, this hole but, yeah I'm gonna help mm-hmm. you and then he's like oh no no if, yeah let me take this shovel and, and dig but I it think up like his deeper. hatred yeah. for like Obama and Hillary and he yeah. thinks that's what's gonna win him this election yeah. is pounding them to the ground it just just supersedes. It, it, it may have worked in Rocky Four, just to kind of stick <laughs> yes. with the theme. You know? So it just supersedes some yeah. of his rhetoric, and it's like, man, you could be way ahead than you are. I mean, he's only down what six points today, but he could be <laughs> further along. I mean, it depends, it depends on maybe the poll. in Texas. <laughs> well, no, real clear said the general yeah, election. I mean, Hillary's up six point seven. I mean that's that's accumulative, mm-hmm. sure, but that's that's fine. I mean, it, you know, it is at the point where, at the very least, the polls the polls ought to be closer. You know, it's still early. Yeah, it's, it's still early. early. I mean, no, it's, they were eighty four days out, and and at this point in the twenty twelve election, God, there's still eighty four days. And there's, I know. There's <laughs> <and laughs> like, a lot of time left. But at this time, in the last two elections, uh, Barack Obama and Mitt Romney, Barack Obama, John McCain were running two three points from each other. Hillary right. Clinton is is down Doubles six that. points in right. Texas right now. Yeah. She's up 30 points in New York City. Yeah, she's which, up yeah, New York State. Yeah, New York State. Yeah. Sorry, New York yeah. State. Trump actually has a lower approval rating in New York City she's than up, Bush she's had six, when he left office. She's up six to nine points in Virginia. So, you know, yeah. we're 84 days out, and, like, those polls were much closer in the last two elections mm-hmm. than they were uh, than they are in this one. So Absolutely. six points in a, gen- in, in a general election overall, that's huge. Yeah. Although well, it makes me worried yeah. that people are going to sit at home and right. they're going to have Brexit. Well, that's America kind of style. the thing is that people right. can understand, you know, that, oh, we have this, mm-hmm. you know. And we don't have to do anything. Yeah. On either side, they might mm-hmm. get to a point where they feel that. Uh, Stephen, when we were uh, trading emails uh, yesterday, all of us, you had a good point uh, that if Trump just kind of sat out for a week, his numbers would probably go up. Because <laughs> he hurts himself because he constantly the, the hurts damage himself, is there though. for yeah. Hillary Clinton. Yeah. And some of the media will jump on it and, and roll with it. But Trump supersedes that and throws out these ISIS founder comments and the Second Amendment comments, and that takes over the media headlines. But in regards to the polls, during the debates, that's when the polls are going to get real. And we're going to see Hillary Clinton be questioned by hopefully good moderators – that aren't friendly to her and, and put her in a positions where Look, she hasn't I been think, in lately I think to good answer Did you, did you watch the 2008 debates at all? Did you see Trump those doing Yeah, but there's way more – there's, there's no. newer stuff now. I'm saying we haven't seen her in a position to answer from real unfriendly reporters – how and that's what we're going to see in the debate. She's given a press conference, Stephen. I mean, I don't know. You lost track. Two hundred and well, <laughs> she press a lot of people say say that 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 wasn't a real press conference, oh, and that so was. So, right. so now we're questioning what, journal, what journalists are. <laughs> no, yeah, but, I'm not, yeah, a lot of the media. When is, it comes to the debates, I hope that they're not friendly to either of them. You know, no, I don't, agree. You know, and there was definitely a moment in the two, one of the 2012 debates where. Uh, what was her name? I, I shouldn't have made the point if I could remember who she was. But I, it was, I think it was Candy Crowley, basically, was like, no, 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 actually, uh, you're wrong, Mitt Romney. This is really what it was. Yeah, and yeah, and it, it turned out she was actually wrong. Mm-hmm. They fact-checked right yeah. there in your face. Yeah. And, and I mean, that's going to be so, great. So, 
that's going to be, uh, I don't know, that's going to be the way to do it. And, you know, arguably, uh, Romney actually won one of those debates. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it, it didn't matter in the long run. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, how they all shape up. But <laughs> we've got a month before but that. But that's when the poll numbers mm-hmm. really yeah. start uh, to matter. Of course. Yeah. Well, the poll numbers, uh, but at this point in the campaign, no other, uh, this lead, no other presidential candidate has ever come from behind Clint's and ahead. Clearly. No argument about that. I mean, that's Clint's just, ahead. that's... It just depends yeah. on it just depends on you know if at any point people start caring about these things that Julian Assange like kind of literally like right. leaks out. Yeah, there's far to come. Oh, well, obviously he's right. he said he's, he has an October he's surprise. Wait and and we've never had a wild card candidate like Trump. So right, it's him different. in a debate against Hillary Clinton, anything's possible. No, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I I I don't know. I feel don't like... sleep on Gary Johnson either. I, I'm I'm pretty much sleeping on Gary. Yeah, I <laughs> Gary Johnson uh, yeah. is sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> he has to get 15 uh, by mid September. In the chat close. room, uh, Omat Ochan says that uh, Trump is getting crushed in the electoral college. Is, there is a projection true. that I wanted to share. Uh, it's it's in my notes for later, but I can find it. The Center for Politics at the University of Virginia they have mm-hmm. a map that shows uh, 347 electoral votes for Clinton, 191 for Trump. You need 270 to win, uh, and it's you know. States have shifted back and forth, but this is kind of what they've been projecting since March. Yeah, Larry, so, Larry Sabato is really great, actually. Yeah, we followed. used to have him on he's, Dennis's show yeah, all the great. time. He's great. He's yeah. a very, you know, he doesn't care what the numbers say. Mm-hmm. He's just excited by the numbers. And he was uh, very early saying that Obama was going to get reelected mm-hmm. when shows like the one I worked on, most of the people who came on were saying that uh, Romney was going to win. And he was just like, Romney thought not... he was going to win. Romney until the day. Until the day, day yeah. he but Larry Spott was good about keeping it very even keeled and yeah. he hasn't been very and extreme great, yeah. and he's left it pretty much like the the map was in yeah. 2012. And by the way, much. our friend uh, Kimberly in the chat room also very excited okay. that Trump is only leading by single digits in Texas. I feel like yeah. we've got a lot of Hillary supporters in there yeah, I know. right now. But it's true. In Texas and Utah, <laughs> in South Carolina, in Missouri, and all these very red states, he's he's only leading by yeah, uh, single digits. We're a storage yard resident. I mean, he should uh, he should have loved my joke at the beginning you know, of I'm the really, show. I'm actually really surprised about the Georgia numbers, to be honest with you. Yeah. Well, that's the Georgia a, numbers that's, are, yeah. are stat. I mean, she's like basically leading in Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. From a, a, from and a only down by one point in South Carolina right, right now. So that today. is terrifying yeah. for Republicans who are running for re-election in those states uh, the, right now. The, uh, the down ballot is the down uh, ballot, right. just trying to figure out the best way to navigate. And, you know, look, legitimately, there's some uh, a lot of unfavorable mm-hmm. numbers for Hillary. So there's a lot of figuring out how much you're like, well, I'm voting for mm-hmm. him or her. But do I endorse them? Let's see, you know, whether or not. As long as you vote for her. Right? Yeah, for <laughs> more people are voting for her. I don't her, care if you like her. Yeah, as, as long opposed as to Trump, Trump uh, the more people uh, vote for her than against you. Know. So <laughs> it wasn't yeah. enough. It wasn't enough that uh, that Trump would say that about uh, being the the founder of the proverbial ISIS feast. <laughs> I thought we were supposed to bring the comedy, uh, and not we, the politicians. This is themselves. the best part. Yeah. Uh, so Trump has uh, also proposed uh, values tests for uh, would be immigrants. What he calls this extreme is my vetting. Favorite. I think, mm-hmm. you know, vetting for any sort of entry into the country, starting a job, working at AfterBuzz, it's good to have vetting. <laughs> I don't know what extreme vetting is, right. you know? It's, it's something like the X Games. It's That's... supposed to tell about your uh, tolerance, tolerism, was that a word? Tolerance. 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 That's an extreme word from Chelsea Galicia there. For, for Western ideals, yeah. like LGBT 
rights and gender equality rights. And I'm thinking to myself, I think half the Republicans are going to have to be shipped out <laughs> by Trump's extreme vetting process because I know very many people that are not quite friendly to the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. And the way he's talking, it's like he's been so accepting and the Republicans and Americans have been so accepting for so long. I don't think he remembers it was just a year ago that our Supreme Court finally made uh, gay re- marriage legal. So it is funny that this is what he thinks is the test for who should be allowed in. Well, is he doing that to kind of filter out some people that come from these regions that slaughter gay people and, and murder when gay you people say or, region, or imprison gay people? Do you but think when that you say region, you're also like... talking about like Israel's in that region. Are they, are, they, are they going to kind of keep the Israelis out of America? You're talking about, about area. You're talking about areas. When you say region and Donald Trump says region, those regions are all together. And so you can't say, oh, but that person I, I do that think region. that there are a lot of uh, Trump supporters that feel that Obama has not been the friendliest to Israel. Well, he so doesn't I like Netanyahu. Yeah. So, I mean, not necessarily. There's, there's a difference right. in so not being friendly. Certainly lump it all together. Though. Right. right. But there's a difference in not being friendly with the with the, with the the prime minister and not being a supporter right. of the people. Like, we are supporter supportive of the Russian people. We just might not like Vladimir Putin. You know, that's just very different, you know. and Speak for yourself. <laughs> I'm, not going, I'm, sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. not going on the record. I'm sorry. We're that. not on vacation with Vladimir Putin's girlfriend right now, so I don't know. What were you uh, say? In Croatia. In Croatia, Croatia right. Chuck, so wouldn't it be nice if we got along with Russia? I mean, wouldn't that be nice? I am sh- I know. I'm sorry. Have you seen Rocky IV? I, I yes. can't believe I have to keep going back to Rocky yes. IV. Everybody should watch it for next uh, I don't know, mm-hmm. Scott, but your thoughts on, you know, this vetting notion and why he's bringing it up and if maybe there's more to what he's trying to, you know, well, are, we, are his supporters or potential yes. supporters supposed to read between the lines? No, he's, yeah, exactly. That's, he's pandering to his supporters because as I was saying off camera, extreme vetting, if you say something enough, you don't have to have any details and all. He really was very thin on details. Like we don't know who, which countries would have to, is everybody have right. to submit to these? Canada, um, I hope. And, I and, hope so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and people don't know like what the right answer is. Right. Like this is it's... really going to keep people out. And I, th- well, and I, think I mean, of... there's probably got to be more to it than that, which we don't know because we didn't get the specifics. But I mean, he's probably looking know. for like red flags where if someone says like, but what is a red condemns flag? the right. LGBT community? Okay, that's going to be a red flag. Or we're going to look into the rest of your questions. But, like, look they into the come rest here and then background. they're going to see so many gay people and they're gonna be like oh shoot i gotta get out of here because this is just it's the whole thing uh, is just kind of preposterous and also work yeah you're talking about you know he was saying like what do you do when all the millions of people that come through what was it hundred and hundreds of millions of people come through every year and what do you do to to, you're gonna make it harder for people to come in it's already a very difficult process as it is and expensive and very very expensive this is the problem is like how many problems are we actually averting at what cost when, you know, somebody like you who wants to be very fiscally responsible, shouldn't that money go to something that we can actually help? Like, you're more likely, I mean, somebody fact-checked me on this, to be like overdose of heroin in this country than you are to be killed mm-hmm. by a terrorist either... Hit by a car. Right, because you go to the, the dentist and you get a p- tooth pulled and you get some Oxycontin and then... You get addicted, and then it gets really expensive. So then you turn to heroin, and many like thirty thousand people a year. I mean, that's some like a real life problem that we face that should get much more attention and money for treatment and all this. And instead, we want to question people about whether they are yeah, okay the with other, gay marriage. I mean, when half of Americans right, are not okay with gay marriage, we exactly. should take money from other verticals and apply it to that instead of 
we have to save money in terms of our vetting process, the argument would be, well, we can save money over here, over there, and put it towards that. So, but we're seeing like a rise in terrorist attacks, like in our allies in our own country. Uh, I mean, people want to feel safe, and a lot of people in America don't feel safe right now. But with you, right? Because, and as you like to point to a lot, the media, the media, the media. Mm-hmm. We're seeing a lot well, of images of it. It's not just the media. I mean, around, there's actual attacks. So it's not yes. just the media. But look yeah, at the homegrown. statistics. It's homegrown attacks that have been yeah. happening here. It has not been from. If you I mean, look, been, well, if been ISIS more, is claiming them, and then even the shooters are even claiming ISIS but, themselves before yes, they. But there, but there no, have been more attacks. Yeah, here, and, and, not and here. This is, this is not no. an international problem, but there have been more attacks on, a, on, 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 on groups of people in America, black people, gay people, mm-hmm. than there have been terrorist attacks here in America. So, or what you claim to have terrorist attacks here in America, but they're all domestic terrorists. Exactly. I mean, this is not. This is not. Um, Rudy Giuliani saying, you know, there's, well, there's, yeah, there's, exactly. there's, there's no, there's no that All the attacks are happening. not radical Islamic. There's, there's been, there's been no radical Islamic I think terrorist attacks I think there's in a, the U.S. There is a, Since when? Let's say in when? the last three years. No. So I think there is a. I think there, there has it. There so has not. Orlando, San Bernardino. Orlando, Orlando was not. The Orlando was not. The Boston bombing. Boston bombing was not. So radicalized Muslim extremists. I think nine eleven. Well, was, that, that was more than three years ago. You and Giuliani should talk. Yes. Yeah, you guys are probably <laughs> right, right. the same talking points right now. I'm just saying there's but, been a lot. No, the there's, 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 one there's, too there's many. been a lot of attacks, but I think at, what we're forgetting is that a lot of those kids um, probably have nothing to do. You know, I was reading a poll the other day or today that said people, you know, they took a poll in, amongst people who like support ISIS overseas or whatever. Mm-hmm. And none of them have any idea about actual Islam. Like, a majority right. of them have, they know nothing right. about Islam. So, where Donald Trump wants to talk about people coming in, and, you know, if they support Sharia law, like, a majority of Muslims in this country do not support Sharia law. That's why a majority of Muslims right. around the world do not support do not. Sharia law. So, this idea that Donald Trump's going to come in and he's an extreme value, yeah, a majority don't, around, but even a small percentage, they're not small coming percentage to America. Is hundreds of thousands of them. But they're not coming them. to America. Not they're not hundreds in this of country. thousands coming in. Here they're not. Either. They're not people out there. We born, want to make sure that they don't. But they they have not been. A, they have not been a problem. Right. We already then. are. They have not been a problem. They're not a problem now. They have not been a problem before. Well, I disagree. Not, I think the attacks in Orlando and a lot of and a lot of America. That's a U.S. citizen. U.S. citizen. I do think it's splitting hairs when people are you know whatever their upbringing was and if they're doing it. You know, we've talked about this. If they do an attack maybe because they're like, well, you know, I'm not a card-carrying member of ISIS or whatever yet, but uh, I'd like to do this, and I'm going to be the one who survives it, and I'm going to impress everybody. So, yeah, maybe you're no. not, you know, here's it's not the, sanctioned. No, no. Maybe here's... you're not even uh, Islamic, but you're, you know, you could definitely be someone trying to be a part of that movement. No, no, no. But, but, see, but here's, here's, here's the way that, yes, but here's what a lot of those, I mean, we're talking just domestic terrorism in general. Yeah. Sure. We're talking like Columbine, all those kids. If you grow up in an area where people are constantly telling you that you're wrong for something that you believe in and they're constantly bashing you about that, they're going to prove to you that exactly what you're saying. They might not even believe what they're saying. Right. It's like a bully. You've been bullied your whole life and now you go shoot up a, a whole school. You, those, those kids aren't – those kids don't grow up bullied. Those kids don't grow up to shoot people. Those kids don't grow up thinking, oh, I mean, every day they're walking around this school and they're like, I'm actually going to kill some people because I believe in killing a bunch of people. People, you know, this kid in Orlando probably didn't grow up thinking, I'm coming to America as a citizen. No, but because he, he, yes, he is a citizen. He's a United States citizen. He did come here to become a United States citizen. But just to push that narrative. To sort of tie it up really quickly, the Paris attacks, were those radical Islamic terror? What was that? 
Or how about Brussels? I'm just uh, sticking uh, to one. Let's, let's just go with one of them. Do you feel like that was... What do you think that was? Because if that's not, then we're calling it the wrong but thing. Extreme because, betting in the United States right, would right. not yeah, have I know, either of them. They have their own issues open borders. That's a whole other issue. We're not coming to agreement on what's happened in the United States. So I'm using that one because it seems fairly clear-cut that that was well-organized, well-financed. Yes. So that yeah. attack did not happen here. But Correct. people are afraid that it might. And, and that's sort of the like point it. that we're trying to get. And the Orlando shooter, wasn't his father either an Al-Qaeda supporter or an Al-Qaeda supporter? He wasn't the one out there shooting people. No. Yeah. Oh, so, but it's in the household, but, so the Orlando no, shooter had no Now you want to control what people think? Right. No, that's what I'm saying. Now you're talking about people's parents and everything else. If you're being raised in a household and your father is a member of Al-Qaeda or a supporter, I think that's going to influence you a little bit. And then you claim ISIS, and then ISIS claims you. They did not claim them. They did not claim it. Uh, we referenced just, it very briefly, but uh, you know, Trump isn't the only one who uh, is making statements that they probably shouldn't. We referenced it very briefly. Rudy Giuliani talking about how there weren't any, uh, you know, terror attacks on American soil uh, until well, he blamed Clinton and. Obama, uh, <laughs> and we know who president was in 2001 when 9-11 happened, and you can certainly attribute some blame to the policies of mm -hmm. Bill Clinton's administration, but that doesn't mean that you're just, you know, sort of give a pass <laughs> on that. And it's just odd that the guy who... You know, he's best known for 9-11. He <laughs> really is, kind of true. built his, you know, his last 15 mm -hmm. years, that's his thing. And look, I, you know, I was a New Yorker. I didn't live in the city, but I lived in the state at that point. And he was definitely one of those figures that you'd see and you'd hear what he had to say. And he felt good about things, you know. He did a great job in that role for, even though he was only mayor for really another couple months. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> I don't know what's going on with him now. And it's just sort of he like... He had a short circuit. <laughs> Which goes back to last. He did have a short circuit. Yeah. Exactly. And it was a very long short circuit. It's a long circuit. It's a long fuse. So, yeah. And it's not even so much about what Rudy said, but uh, we'll just sort of go around. Um, what do you do if you have somebody that makes that statement, but you're a campaign that isn't in the business of retracting? You just you just let them keep going with it, I guess. Uh, Chelsea, is that, is that what you think that they had I mean, to do there? There's no coming back from that. <laughs> You're like, uh, sorry, we forgot about those three thousand people. No, but it's a, it's not even like it. he's not even talking no. about that. He did. He, he did to the, to the New York Post or New York Times or something. He said, you know, we speak in abbreviated language. Yeah, you have five minutes for a speech. You're introducing Trump. Oh, I don't get forty five minutes yeah. to talk. So he missed, got twenty I, minutes with Jake Tapper, said, and he kept talking about it on CNN. So, so here's what he said. He <laughs> said, I had a misstep. If I had to go back and redo it again, and and future speeches, I'll probably misstep again. That's just the way. Oh he's my God. So he's making that's what happens. So he's making excuses then to be able to blame it on. There was, I mean, a, there was a very obviously interesting he wasn't take. denying nine eleven. There was a very no, interesting. No, there's it. other people who do right. that. There was an interesting take on that, that him sort of skipping over 9-11 was this, uh, this tactic to actually get the left to concede that it was a radical Islamic uh, event, you know, because they don't want to use the phrase radical Islamic terror. So they're like, oh, well, now you've admitted it. So it's sort of like, oh, that's, it's a happy accident, uh, Giuliani not mentioning it. I wonder what hap what'll happen. <laughs> Let me just hypothetical. Sure. What happens... If a, if the Democrats start using radical Islamic terrorism, like the word, like what happens to the world? 
Like, what do Republicans think is going to happen once they start using it? Once I mean, it's going to change everybody's takes... views of something. Like, no, but as a as a uh, campaign tactic, you sort of take away a very loud argument. Right. right. So it's like, yeah, power. So yeah, if you say it, taking the word. and you're like, yeah. So then why don't right. they? I'm That's saying, a great question. I'm saying, but what's what? the, I, I think that when you, when you, what we've noticed with a lot of Trump supporters, uh, in particular, and a lot of Republicans over the past few years, is that when they harp on one thing, they will blow it up ten times. Well, the Democrats think that Muslims are radical Islam and terrorism, and that's all people will hear. That's it. And that is not the case. And I think the President Obama has repeatedly said that this is, these are very different events, and you cannot isolate Muslims, because that's what Donald Trump essentially is doing. I think the argument is, is the left are saying it's all about gun control. And they're not. Well, and they're not well, saying a lot of this domestic stuff is is, is about gun control. About yeah, but and I'm control. saying the right is saying, well, it's more about radical Islamic terrorism. I think that's how the argument. You, how do you how do you how do you put together radical Islamic terrorism and gun control in the yeah. same thing? They're very different things. Isn't the right saying these attacks are ISIS based and these no, are no, terrorist the attacks, attacks? The attacks in our country. The attacks, the attacks in our country and, by with guns are more from our sure, own citizens right. than they are and, with radical Islamic An argument can very easily be made that you know we need to have guns to keep ourselves safe from these sort of things. You know, it's certainly something I've heard said. Let's move on from that because of we spent way too much time on it. Let's go back to where everything goes back to Russia. There's been a lot of interest in uh, Hillary uh, on the internet. We find out all about her emails and there's a lot of things to look at. But let's talk about how Donald Trump's campaign chairman, Paul Manafort, has been named in an investigation by Ukrainian authorities. You know, Paul Manafort sounds like Rocky when he talks. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just tying it up into Rocky. It stays with the theme. Does, I appreciate it. You know, that. he talks like this the whole yeah. time and he's in his interviews and he talks yeah, like does. this. Yeah. Does. Just that so, out there. <laughs> so, have you ever seen a Paul Manafort? The Ukraine's <laughs> looking into whether he and others received millions in illegal payments from uh, Ukraine's Not former pro-Russian ruling target. 12.7 yeah. million are right. on this ledger. No so, evidence. Allegations yeah. of Russian took it to the bank. That he took a cash payment. There's so, no evidence. You know, somebody, hold on. somebody in the chat room wanted to know if you are reading a lot of Breit- Breitbart. Breitbart. Because... I believe you get a lot of your facts oh. from Breitbart. <laughs> I believe I, wait, I agree with Lawrence on. in that. In that wait, room. this is so astonishing to me. We see all these. I read on the Washington Post. I think that there wasn't any evidence that Paul Manafort took cash payments, like took it to the bank or cashed it or something. So, so he has. So he has. You know what? So he has the checks. He just has. You know what? I bet you it was in that same video that Donald Trump saw with the four hundred million dollars. Yeah. I think we're missing that. We're missing it in the video. The the real question is, you know, if let's just hypothetically, since we're doing some hypotheticals, if that happened, what does that what does that tell you? Does it tell you anything, Stephen? I mean, you know, any kind of Russian involvement with a guy who just so happens to be heading up Trump's campaign. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I'd, I'd rather wait to hear all the whole sure. story. I'm just that's why that's why out. we're going to the hypothetical. Wait, if, but when, but when go ahead, Chelsea. Emails that tend to, to implicate Hillary in something, you mm-hmm. seem to be very like, aha, that proves it, right? And then if some evidence tends to show something on the Trump side, you're a little bit slower to well, believe. Well, it's true. those emails on the Hillary side didn't really tend to anything. I mean, those they actually pretty, didn't, they didn't tend to anything. They didn't tend to anything. It's like we could. There was well, nothing. We saw nothing. some of the emails from Debbie W talking about going after Bernie. We no, saw you didn't see that. In De- no. Any some of the emails actually Washington were Schultz. classified. What? Hold on, wait, wait. Sorry. There's 33,000 email? emails now you're, now you're, no, deleted. So, in terms of comparing that to Paul Manafort, what I'm talking specifically is about the Clinton Foundation emails. With uh, State Department. State Department, yeah. Yes. Right. So address so that, that, and then we'll let Drexel yeah. speak. So it, it seems... Is that, is that nerve-wracking to you at all? Does that raise up any red flags? I, on the corruption front, 
Hillary's corrupt. I think Trump mm-hmm. is in his, a, a different way corrupt. I knew that going. This is why I was a big Bernie supporter. This is but, why you keep saying you're, you're going to have to drink on election day. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. Before, during, and yeah. after. So to her aides at the foundation doing what they did in terms so of pay for play, does that bother you at all? Either Wait, they course, got what under the table? Pay to play. No, no, no. What, what did what? Exactly. Who happened didn't, didn't get anything? Donations came into the Clinton Foundation. Therefore, the State Department did favors for the donor for the donors. And then, the, and then Hillary says we don't take a salary from the foundation. So I don't she know. But let's to. assume she hypothetically she that doesn't you're. She doesn't. She makes millions. <laughs> she makes millions off of her speeches right. and books. She's the richest politicians. They don't. Not, they don't. They, they don't get anything. Foundation. Sorry. Let's assume hypothetically that she did get something. She she leveraged her position and got something for it. Pay to play is going on. I think it's going on all over politics. So now the question is, and I brought this up last week, which administration is the more fertile ground for activists to do something about the corruption? Gary Johnson. I think that I think that a, a a Hillary administration, though corrupt as it might be, is going to be a safe level playing field for for activists and others like myself to move that issue forward other ways. If there's a Trump presidency, we're going to be like freaking out about like Roe v. Wade being overturned and going backwards on a lot of things that we've already accomplished. And so that's why I will acknowledge that corruption is likely and still move forward with voting for her, although drunk. I might have to add like a high. <laughs> because there's some issues. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. I, I uh, just think that. Um... Thank you. That was really nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that at a certain point, you know, I wasn't here last week, so I didn't get a chance to chime in on the State Department emails. But, um, you know, first of all, we know how any business works. You, you know, please, there, there's please never. Please do not try. No, no. What I'm saying, I'm not. Here's the no, thing. Here's no, the thing. No, now, one point, and you brought up Debbie Wasserman Schultz. You never saw an email from Debbie Wasserman Schultz. Not one time have we ever seen an email from Debbie Wasserman Schultz. Because they're smart enough to no, not no, do it themselves. I'm saying the hackers no, in any of the WikiLeaks stuff. You never saw right. an email from from Debbie Wasserman. They're Schultz. smart enough to not do it themselves. Okay. Have their pawns okay. do their dirty work. What I'm saying is, you also so so you can't say, oh well, Hillary sent the or Debbie Wasserman Schultz sent that email because that's exactly what you said. But at so at the same time, you also saw Huma Abedin, who also has her own contacts her husband was a congressman she's also got her own contacts let's not talk she about her husband but I'm saying you've also got these people with <laughs> we their don't own have con- time you <laughs> who, who got, you've got people that work for Hillary Clinton who've also been around the block the they know everybody <laughs> so if any sort of business like if I work for Universal so if anybody wants to come to Universal I'm the first person to be like hey come to Universal or hey do you think they have a job at Universal because I want to get in or I need to get in with this person yeah I'm going to use my job to help people that I know, and in this case, in that case, um, the person who wanted the 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 meeting wanted to give the State Department information that they knew about Lebanon. So it's not about. So I think you you people wanting to to get FaceTime have information that State Department might actually need. Maybe where where they came from. The Clinton Foundation is obviously working with a whole bunch of people, so they're not like. You know, you can't say, oh, I don't want to work with that person because they donated to the campaign, but they have information. So who do I go to because they have the information? Like, that's what you're you're kind of the, the, the field is out there. The, the Clintons know everybody. You can't go, oh, well, uh, they're pay for play when they're actually just kind of like, hey, I have this information. And that's what you saw in those. Emails. Why do I feel like Chelsea's cringing right now? Uh, there's a little bit of that. We are very perceptive <laughs> only because I think to deny that there's been any pay to play. 
Our politics is dominated. No, I'm not saying that. You right. want I don't pay think to play. No, no, I'm not that. denying that. What I am he's... saying, what I am saying, is that if you want any, so, if you want any sort of FaceTime with anybody, you're going to have to pay them for FaceTime. That's a given. No, but I'm saying and, like and it's, the, it's, it's like what you were way. saying. It's the way you're connected to everybody. Because you're connected you're to everybody. Use that. Leverage. I mean, I, I don't think I, I think that I'm it's the same thing. It's, it's the same thing with um with um celebrities. If right. you want a celebrity to walk your red carpet, or you want a celebrity to come on your TV show, you're going to pay them five ten thousand dollars to come on that TV. show. Or if show. you want weapons, just make a donation and you can be sold weapons. Well, I mean, yes, Reagan. <laughs> no, right. I to Chelsea's to Chelsea's no, no. point about about you know Hillary Clinton or the Clinton camp administration or the Clinton State Department or the Obama administration or the Bush administration any of these um, administrations in the past yeah they're they're going to um, have people in their administration that are going to want something for something mm-hmm. that's fine what we are worried about is Donald Trump using his administration to want something from another country like Russia or another or another country like North Korea or another country that's corrupt um, in, in South America, wherever, and worrying about pay to play with the country and less about pay to play with the people. Because a lot of those people that the Clinton administration, the Obama administration, they just want to help the country and maybe themselves at a certain point, but more the country. Whereas Donald Trump's, as we've seen with Paul Manafort, is going to be focused more on... On what? Global on, corruption. on global corruption. Ooh. Than, than, yeah. and, and what can you give the, for uh, Oh, absolutely. Oh, this well, is don't interesting. Just think so, let's move on. Yeah. I'm not sure which one you were going to talk about, but uh, Alexander Hughes' comment. Uh, I know I'm in the minority, but I've always adored Hillary Clinton. She is someone I have always admired and rooted for. You're not in the minority. Yeah, no, they're, 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 they're not in the minority. You have friends here. Chelsea is bookended. People feel that way. But the whole consumerism is pay to play, what Lawrence is saying, and capitalism is pay to play. It's just how it works. This is a current strain of American capitalism. But please, I would encourage you to uh, see uh, Robert Reich's um, documentary, Inequality for All, or read his book, um, Capitalism for the Many, Not the Few. That It's not how it has to be, but it's mm-hmm. just the way it is I'm, here. And so we assume that that's I'm glad you said right, watch a, a documentary because yeah. I'm not going to read that book. But <laughs> I would watch a documentary. But it is a good point. Uh, a very, very one of the things point. that, uh, that Stephen said, you know, we're also, he's uh, waiting for specifics on uh, Hillary Clinton's tax plan and some brackets. But, you know, here's the thing. She doesn't kind of need to do that right now. It's basically, she's like the Swedish women's soccer team. (laughs) She can just line up in front of the goal and like, no, 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 we don't have to do anything because of what you're talking about with Mm -hmm. Trump. Specifics are not something that the American people are that interested in right now. You know, they probably will be at least a little bit. But she can only hurt herself by giving specifics. So it's sort of the same thing. that It's the reverse of what you're saying about Trump. So I can't imagine we're going to see anything like that anytime soon. I think money in my pocket and money in my uh, personal finances, my portfolio, is probably the biggest issue for me personally. And I think there's a lot of voters that are hurting financially. So this does need to be sure. I mean, Trump should, issue hang on, hang on second. Trump should talk more about that no, instead like, of who the founder of ISIS is. Okay. Because, it, you know, you want to hear it. A lot His of people tax want brackets to hear it. are out. Is it on DonaldTrump.com? It's, it's not. <laughs> Um, yes, it is. You know why I Donald Trump got Tom? Because I always keep notes for myself. And I went to DonaldJTrump.com, DonaldJTrump.com, whatever, and I literally printed <laughs> out... DonaldJTrump.com? Donald, yeah. And I literally printed out what his tax plan is. Now, Hillary Clinton's tax plan, not only is it this short little paragraph right here, but she, also has, a, but she also has a link yeah. that yeah. says, click here for more. Now, I also printed off the Hillary Clinton tax mm-hmm. plan 
And there are specifics in there. So I, what are I'm, the brackets? That wasn't very so green. The Trump's brackets so, are so, what? Trump's brackets 25, are down to three. 20, 15? Yeah. 12, 25, 35. Or 10, 20, 30. 10, 20, 25 are federal income tax. Yeah. So Hillary Clinton's plan. So they're there. So why are you denying that? No, no, no. That I, I, had to, I had to like dig deep in, in terms of like the, the stratosphere for that. Watch a rally and he says it. Watch a speech okay, and he says right, it. Once. He's taking up from the seven brackets to three brackets. So with the Clinton with the Clinton with the Clinton plan, there has been no mention of raising taxes on the middle class. Even though you like to point out that she made that. She idea. said that. She, she did. did not. She, did she not literally say said she did that. Not she did not say that. I mean, I do know that ninety-five percent of the increase would go to the top earners, but that other five percent, I think, is going to go to maybe the like if you're making a couple hundred thousand dollars a year, which is so. So the bulk of Hillary Clinton's tax plan is to raise that. That tax on on the one percent, um, or what she likes to call the Buffett rule. If you're making like over five million. If you're making over, I believe it. Yes, I believe it's the the would pay three quarters of the Clinton's tax plan. She would impose a four percent surcharge on adjusted gross income over five million dollars. Mm-hmm. So the plans are there. You just don't want to look for them. Yeah, they're not. But, Wait, but there's no there's no plans in terms mm-hmm. of if you make seventy five thousand to one hundred fifty thousand dollars. But those the, but right. those but those those tax brackets aren't changing. Chelsea, they're what the were you current. They're not, they're not going down. They're not going up. They're just change, They're staying the exact same. How do we know that? Because she because she we don't see it. You know that Trump is going to do that? That's, you're saying the same thing that then Trump's going to make this huge change. That's just what Trump. The, Wants the to Clinton, do is clearly Clinton, there. If you make Clinton, less than Clinton, X amount of dollars, you drop Clinton, down. But the Clinton, I know what how much I make, mm-hmm. how much money I make, and I know under Trump's so plan, I'm dropping eight percent. So a politician says that's very clear. Why are you Barack guys Ob- even? But it's not. How's that an argument? But, but what right. you're saying so is, you're done. You finish, and then you talk. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So what I'm saying is, is that Hillary Clinton has said repeatedly, as has Tim Kaine, as has Barack Obama, the the taxes on the middle class aren't going up. That's a given. That's what the campaign has said. Now, whether or not you want to believe her little gaffe or not, you know. Whatever. I Capital mean, gains tax is going up. And Chelsea, what is your point? Okay. All right. <laughs> let's let's do a little financial history for you. Okay. Let's go back oh. to the Bush days, right? Were Bush you... forty one or Bush forty three? It's three. important. Okay. <laughs> uh, and, and I don't know forty one as my as my because you're not old like me. I guess. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Increase right. taxes. That was a big thing. So let's let's most recent history. Did you like his tax brackets? Did you like the taxes under Bush? We're talking about Trump Bush? versus Hillary. Um, let's just talk. Let's just talk about Trump. You know plans who tried the Trump plan? Okay, so here's Brown the, here's the yeah, here's work. the thing, is is and I thanks for not playing along. But even when <laughs> I mean, Republicans controlled the tax brackets and the the how much we were paying into, and uh, we had deregulation fantasy land, right? Were Americans feeling rich were americans satisfied with the amount of money that they had the answer is no we know that because americans over leveraged themselves they took out mortgage second mortgages lines of credit they ran up their credit cards spent 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 amok americans were not satisfied then so the issue in americans happiness and feeling that they have enough money is not about taxes it's about financial fitness meaning that if you know what to do with any amount of money that you have you'll be better off than thinking if you just had more 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 i think that when- blames on the housing market for giving out all this cheap money the point and Americans thinking be- they can spend and before, afford more than they really could. Okay, so I think the blame is there. Don't, not don't on get the lost on a tangent here. <laughs> I mean, there could certainly be some blame there, but did you not Chelsea see the big point. short? Ryan Absolutely, I saw it many Overrated, times. Overrated, but anyway, Oh, I, I know. I really so like the housing it. market is the blame for that. No, no, there was no, a no, lot no, more no. to blame than just the housing market. Don't I mean, get lost in yeah, the yeah, small. I'm being more. If you're giving me cheap money, help the housing market continue to buy and borrow, and that's what I'm being sold that I can afford a lot more than I really can. 
That's your lenders. Yeah, Which, shame on me for not being educated who's enough. who's the regulator right. that allowed There's that? There's a lot more than the housing market there. It came in from a credit lot of cards and everything. Listen, Auto loans, all those Americans things. not feeling like they have enough is not about taxes. So if you want to just talk about taxes, fine, and we're using that money inefficiently, that's a conversation that I'll entertain. But all of this, like we need lower tax brackets because I need more money in my pocket, is baloney when you look at what we had just 10 years ago and what happened because of that whole reign of tax and regulation. Well, I feel like I say it every week, yeah. but uh, we're clearly How old were you 10 years ago? Oh, sir. I don't want to date myself. Hey, come on. <laughs> so, That's not polite to ask a gentleman his age. <laughs> well, he was a I'm young just, man, Chelsea. Yeah, he was a young man. But anyway, young look, man, we're not to make any a closer, dollar. but we uh. can continue these conversations in the weeks ahead. That's the beauty of this. Uh, there's so much polling stuff that I wanted to talk about. I yes. do want to move on. Uh, as I alluded to uh, earlier, the uh, latest battleground state polling is very encouraging for Hillary. And yes, her super PAC is not going to air any local ads in September in Virginia, Colorado, and Pennsylvania. They feel like their money can go some other places, like Georgia, just for one, South Carolina. Texas uh, would be fun to Texas, turn. Arizona. Well, she's up six points. I mean, she's, she's down she's six down points. She's down six points. Sorry, she's down six points. Yeah. Six points. Yeah. Uh, so six. it's interesting. And... What I thought uh, was interesting was that the polls are starting to kind of go one way. And uh, if if anyone in the audience, anyone here in the studio has seen Citizen Kane, when Charles Foster Kane is uh, running for governor, they make two covers for the newspaper. There's mm-hmm. one that shows that he wins, and the other one says fraud at the polls. <laughs> so <laughs> Trump is already starting the fraud at yes. the polls narrative that... If he loses Pennsylvania, it'll be stolen from him. Now, I'm not saying it is impossible that a state can be stolen from either side. Obviously, I understand, especially with electronic voting, I'm sure. I'm not saying that it can't be, but I think there's also a chance that you could just lose. You know? Yes. yes. It's, it's and, not necessarily. No. And let's get really clear yeah. well, what he's talking he about. Right. Yeah, Go ahead. Say, you get clear on that because I know exactly what you're going to say, and yeah. I agree with you under. So what they're saying is that the fraud, if there is going to be any, is going to come from Philadelphia. Right, exactly. When he says Pennsylvania, he means Philadelphia. It's like 200,000 Muslims, which has a high black population. And, you know, Trump is saying, you got to send people to watch out, make sure people aren't going to vote five times because that's a problem. Exactly. Read my sarcasm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Well, I mean, if people are voting five times, it is a problem. But you're saying that it's not not happening. I didn't want it to seem like you don't think it's a problem if people are voting five times. It's not an actual actual real life problem. So, you know, North Carolina just had... Was it North or South Carolina? It was North. Okay, thank you. Just had its voter ID law overturned by the Supreme Court because they said it was intentionally racist, Mm -hmm. basically. A Supreme Court was written in the... Right. Written in the, a Supreme uh, Court yes. that is currently well, structured I, to not vote on anything <laughs> voted against that. So, yeah. I mean, this was really, it floored me. Because when I was in law school reading these old cases about these racist laws that had to be overturned by the Supreme Court, I was like, oh, my God, thank God we no, live, we no longer live in that America. And then these are real-life current cases. It boggles my yes. mind. But so this whole voter ID it's thing. voter intimidation with the Pennsylvania had its own similar voter ID law overturned mm-hmm. in 2012. Yep. Because it's not a real life problem that's actually happening. No. So and it's a, is, and it's a state that has like gone democratic at the presidential level since 1988. So the last time it actually went Republican was in 84. But I also love that Donald it's, Trump. He's not even close there. Donald Trump, who 
always talks about polls and always loves right. the polls. Cur- cur- currently, well, he used to like the polls. He used to like the polls when he was up. In so July. He's now yeah. saying, well, the poll, you know, the, you know, he doesn't like the, the polls, polls are right fixed. Well, the polls are fixed. fixed and they're fixed and, and they're right. rigged. And, and so, you know, he only likes it when he's when he's winning. And, and that is the... Um, that is the Republican mantra. Well, my favorite quote about all of this from Trump was, uh, can you imagine how badly I'll feel if I spend all that money, all this energy, all this time and lost? I will never, ever forgive the people of Connecticut, he said. I will never forgive the people of Florida and Pennsylvania and Ohio. But I love them anyway. That was so funny. Oh, I mean, it's hysterical. But at the same time, you're just like, what? I think his reasoning behind saying that is, look, I don't need to do this. I'm a billionaire. I got a great life. I love doing doing deals. I love doing this. I don't have to be here. Meaning, I don't have a a power trip agenda. Maybe like the Clinton power trip. Well, we only have a few more minutes. Uh, There's one thing. There's two things I want to talk about. The first is we have a couple people from Florida here. There's polling that shows that Hillary is up by nine in Florida. Stephen, are you surprised? And I know it's just polls. There's a lot of time, but for right now, that snapshot, that poll, are you surprised to see that that she would be up by nine in Florida? Or that's pretty big. Yeah, Rubio came and endorsed Trump too, right? When did he? When did he endorse? He endorsed he he, he did endorse Trump, but he's only up by three right now in his campaign right now against Patrick Murphy. But their primary is not so Patrick Murphy either. is up by one. Yeah, there's yeah. another one that says, but it's very close. Yeah. I mean, the polls are, are all entertaining and fun, but I really think on the debates after the debates and once the first one goes off, then you're really going to. Does this to mean you're sway. not going to be here until we? Have a debate? No, no. no. I, still I lots really to... you think Trump no, is no, going to be great? I, think, I don't think polls are that uh, tr- serious po- as they're going to be. Since we're almost out of time, the closer, the closer it gets, the more important right. they're going to exactly. be. But right now, Obviously, they're still very important. The, the, at this point. the final thing I need to address before uh, we go is, uh, you know, I made the joke at the top, but uh, there is this story that runs kind of rampant, especially through uh, conservative <laughs> memes and things, that <laughs> Hillary Clinton's a, a murderer, and a lot of the, you know, Snopes just glanced into this and a lot of these come from a website called whatdoesitmean.com and they cite like a lot of like security agencies that find this they they cite russian media um you know there's somebody that they said that hillary clinton had killed who's actually still alive uh and they're sort of trivializing some you know uh seth whose last name i forget uh, but uh, Seth Rich is a DNC staffer, and they're sort of trivializing it for a political gain. Uh, so I think it's worth making light of, not because people are dying, but because people just always go to, like, well, she's a murderer. And, you know, if there's evidence that she's a murderer, then we'll definitely see it in October. But when it's these sort of uh, uh, sources... There's not really that much we can do about it, and that's why we talk about the validity of the sources. Anyway, we're out of time, so we're going to have to get to so much more next week. But speaking of next week, we will be here Wednesday next week at 7 Pacific, 10 Eastern, so make sure to find us then. Follow us on Twitter, at TrumpHillary16. For the voice of dissent on the couch, Stephen Helmkamp. Hey, and I've got a YouTube comment from one of our viewers, Christian Cribs. It was very long and well written out. He put a lot of time and effort into it. I'm going to pick out the highlights of it and read it on next week's show. Okay, we'll get to it next week. Drexel Hurd, at Drexel Hurd. Chelsea Galicia, at Chelsea Galicia. Scott Moore, at S-Man 80. I'm Christian Blatt, at Christian DMZ. And we will see you next week on Trump vs. Hillary. 
from executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.